Welcome to Valley of Growth, the podcast where abundance, joy, and impact are rooted in our faith in God. We're your hosts, Aaron and Kofi. Through inspirational stories, thought-provoking discussions, and faith-based principles, we aim to provide you with the guidance needed to navigate the valleys of life and emerge stronger on the other side. All right, guys, welcome back. So today, we're just uh, pondering a little bit, and I feel one thing that's common in my life is I get... uh, like any of us, we worry about things, we get anxious about things. So I think what we all have our aspects of life that we do worry about. And so we wanted to touch on that first, you're not alone if you do stress. You're not alone if you do worry. Don't feel like you are on a little island. Um, nobody's perfect. Everybody struggles. Somebody once said that if you treat everybody as if they're going through a crisis, mm-hmm. you'll be right the majority of the time. Because all of us have trials. All of us go through struggles. Yeah. At different yeah, times in our true. life. Some of them are big. Some of them are small. That's true. If we can be sure of ourselves and be grounded ourselves, then we could help bless others when they're going through a struggle. Um, but when we're struggling, mm-hmm. you just know God prepared somebody in your circle that's strong that can help you. Correct. We're not supposed to do this alone, this life. No, um, no, we have to do it in a, in a community. So don't feel too prideful to reach out, to talk, to share, just be in tune with who you share that with, who you sh- um, reach out to. If they're there uplifting you and helping you remember that, keep them in your corner, keep them in your circle. Just like Kofi and I, we've done that before in our lives. Now mm-hmm. we've become good friends uh, through trial and through struggle and just through joy and success. And so today we wanted to talk about just worry, anxiety, stress. Um, I know everybody out there knows what I'm talking about. So we did, oh, yeah. we did find a couple verses that um, you could reflect on. We're not, we're not just talking out of um, our own experience, which will bring in some stories and some experiences, but also uh, the scriptures that give us that foundation that we often talk about. That's so true. So That's so true. One thing, you know, I know both of us, I didn't tell you this yet, but this morning um, I got up and I, I love riding my motorcycle and, and I got gear for the colder weather. I got heated grips. Like whenever I can, I'll ride my bike. It's just, it's something that I really, really enjoy. So this morning I was getting all geared up. I got my bike and I timed my morning just so. So I arrived early in, at work so I could take care of patients and it's usually smooth. Well, today I got on my bike being colder weather. It wouldn't start. And I'm like, <laughs> oh man. So the, 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 the season's just starting, you know, beginning that, um, you know, we're, we're needing to, you know, charge the bike. Well, so I was stressing. I was worried. I wasn't thinking about the bigger picture on, you know, God has a plan. I wasn't thinking that in the moment. I'm not perfect. Right. And so I talked to my wife. I, um, got all the kids where I needed to go. Um, I got in the car and, but I was waiting to the last minute trying to get my bike going and I was driving my car here to work and my commute is about 35 minutes. And I was initially you know, like frustrated, man. I'm like, you know what? I need, I need to do X, Y, and Z. Uh, just go out and buy a new car. You know, f- all these things that I wanted to do to solve my problem out of like stress. You know, for us car sales people, we love it. <laughs> Absolutely. And so I was like, we oh, just I like, got to talk to you Kofi. You need a new car. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I need to talk to Kofi. And uh, so, but I was like sitting there thinking like, all right, I got bigger goals 
and I started really reflecting on what we're going to be talking today. I'm like, you know what? There's a, I'm in the presence right now of a situation that is through, through a little anxiety in me, through a little stress. I'm going to be arriving at work now, maybe on time for when my first patient showing up. And I just got into a couple of songs that I really enjoy um, and it just changed my whole outlook. I'm like, you know what? God has me. If I'm late, I'm late. What's the, what, what's, what's going to really affect things, right? What's, like, what's the worst? Right, exactly. What was the alternative that could happen? That would be so grievous mm. that mm. you totally fall apart. Right. Right. Was where I, I'm, I'm late by a couple of minutes. Yeah. Now that's, in my mind, that's where I was going. I like being on time and early. But again, worst case, if I was on my bike, would something worse happen? If I would have left when I wanted to leave, would I have hit a deer? Right. Would I have gotten in an accident? You don't know. Right. You know, what was God looking out for me? Like you could say, okay, God has a bigger picture. I got to accept it. Now we're, and I complete, I'm like, you know what? This is the beginning of my day. I'm not letting this ruin my day. I, I turn on a couple of the songs. I tell you what, I walked in more energized on that car ride than if I were to just rode on my bike. You know why? Why is that? Because this is actually one of my favorite things. Okay. Because you realize in that moment that being late isn't who you are. And you realize that rushing isn't who you are. Right. It's a thing happening right now, but that's not who I am. So the moment you calm down and you realize, okay, this is me. I'm here. I'm going to make it to work. I will be late, but it's not going to affect me. Yeah. I'm not going to let it. Correct. Because that's not who I am. Right. You're not that person who is habitually, continuously no. yeah, good point. doing that. Right. And so that's not who you are. That's why it, it didn't it didn't move you. It didn't. Mm. Initially, you know, I was getting if, frustrated for the first five minutes. Which, as human beings, we, we get to do that. Yeah. But- at some point, I think it sets in and you recognize that what is happening, it's not who you are. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you can't stay there. No. And you have to get out of there as fast as possible. <laughs> I did. It's correct. Quick, yeah. you, you know, you get out of it and then you move on to the next thing. And then you, you, in that moment of doing the next thing, you realize, oh, yeah, that wasn't who I was. I mean, I, yeah. I spent some extra time over there, but, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm trying to have the bike going. Yeah. So. It's all good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's amazing. I love that about about humanity. And uh, I love that about the human identity and knowing who you are and then knowing who you are in Christ. Because mm-hmm. that, that keeps a lot of worry out of the way, man. Big time. It does keep a lot of, lot of worry out of the way. So anyway. Yeah. Because there was one time I, I was driving and then I, I hit a deer. And, and I got thinking, why me? Initially, I think that. Yeah. And I was worried. I'm stressed. I'm like, but I got thinking, one, the car I'm driving was crazy safe. I was young, physically fit. All the airbags went off. Like it was a hard hit. But I, I was thinking, you know what? That happened for, say, a reason that I don't know. But I'm glad it happened to me instead of a young family, a brand new driver, a 16 year old, mm-hmm. you know, who, or maybe an old person who physically couldn't handle that hit. I was thinking, you know, I'm grateful it happened to me instead of somebody else because I can handle it. That changed my outlook instead of like, oh, why is me? I got to deal with all this stuff. And so, I don't know, that's just kind of how I, I try to look at struggles that come my way is initially I may get flustered, but then I quickly, like you're talking about, get out of it because I'm not, I don't like being in that. And I know listeners out there that there are times when you, it may throw your whole day off. You may get stuck. You may get stressed and that it's not fun. And you know, it's not fun. 
So as soon as you identify it, please, like what I did today, I identified, I'm like, I don't want to be in here. I could throw my whole day off and that's not cool. You know, that's like, that's your day you can't get back. At at the end of every day, I tell my wife, like, well, there's a day down, not in a bad way, but I'm like, you know, I can't get that day back. Mm -hmm. So did I do my best that day? Did I have fun? Did I uplift? Did I become a better person? Because I can't get that back. And same with every week, you know, when my week is done, the same thing. I'm like, golly, that week went by fast. Was I happier? Am I better off? You know, life ebbs and flows, but you could always do better and be better each and every day, each and every week. Mm -hmm. If you know who you are, if you know that trials come your way to help grow you and help stress, stretch you, refine you. Yeah. It's a, it's a really, it's a really interesting thing because the question is you have to feel like somebody's taking something from you Hmm. or a situation is taking something from you because in that moment then you want to hold on to whatever that idea is that you think somebody's taking from you. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you let in that moment, what's really happening is you think what is happening now, it's really affecting me in a deeper way that it is making me feel differently about myself. And it's typically in a negative light. So the question is, if you're not equipped for it, then what do you do? You don't have the tools because no. you're not equipped for it. You panic. You panic. And it can go on from one hour, two hours, three hours to what? Some people take all day. If you are equipped for it and you look at it from that perspective and say, hey, this is happening right now, but what this requires out of me, I don't have to let it take all day. I can say this requires me to know this at this moment Mm -hmm. and then you move on. But what I've always done, which what I've always said, it's uh, when I talk to people and uh, I would always say this, I said, bro, you know who you are, you know? It's like there's certain things you wouldn't do by nature. Right. If you're not a smoker, you're not a smoker. That's not who you are. There could be a hundred cigarettes in the room. No temptation. That's right. Yeah. It doesn't bother you. And I think that's the same way when you know that you know, that you know who you are, who you belong to, what you're made of. I think it makes the day go by a little bit faster because you won't put yourself in harm's way. Mm -hmm. And if it happens to you, which you can't control everything in, sure. you know around you because there's, there's people doing their thing, you're doing your thing. Right. And, it ha- and when those things happen, it's like you say, okay, am I going to get into this or is this going to get on me? Well, that's the phrase that I like is why, instead of why is this happening to me, say, why is this happening for me? It's same that's way what you're talking about. It's like, is this going to, you know, have that negative impact that's right. on me? That's right. Like those cigarettes in the whole room, if I'm not a smoker, why would I let that bother me? Correct. That's not the that's not the cross I carry. Yeah, because it, correct because it, it has nothing to do with you. It's just there and it's happening. You have you happen to be around it, but it doesn't mean that you take that on and run with it. Now you know the funniest the funniest story I heard was you ever heard the baby story? The baby story. The baby story about baby vomiting on people. No, uh, I don't think. Well, go ahead. I don't know. Okay. If, I did. if there's a baby in the room, okay, you pick the baby up. Sure. The baby throws up on you. Okay. What do you do? I was like, oh, you okay, baby? Oh, I'm so sorry. You feeling okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you were in a cab with somebody you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Some drunk. Or if you were in a train and somebody you don't know. You get oh, what I'm saying? Oh, shoot. Right. You, you get what I'm saying? Right. right. Is, 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 the, is the action the same? Is the same vomit? 
Right. One is a child, one is an adult. Right. But we look at it from different lenses. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Right? But the action is still the same. Right. Don't get attached to that. Interesting. You have to be able to look at it and say, oh, my man made a mistake. You okay, man? How can yeah, I help okay. lift you up? That's right. And you're wow. supposed to be to that baby. Oh, my man, look, man. Even <laughs> if it's your Christmas suit, bro, you're not. You know what I mean? And at that point, at that point, for the baby, that Christmas suit, it's no longer as important. No. As the condition of that baby. Right. That's a In that train or in that cab, at that point, that Christmas suit, which we all know is not as important. No. As, as that soul. person next to you. Right. But it becomes the thing. So that becomes the thing that we hold on to and mm-hmm. says, nah, this is, you messed me up right here. And this is what you did to me as compared to saying, hey, how you doing, man? Can I get you some help? These clothes means nothing. It's just something I put on and I won't be mad at a baby. So I won't be mad at you. I love it, man. Yeah. You know, it, huh. and is that because in that moment, you know, when you know what is happening, it's actions happening in front of you. Mm-hmm. And you have to decide and say, is this really me? Right. Because in the, with the baby, you're showing your true kindness nature. Right. Your loving nature. Yeah. But if it's a grown adult. Yeah. No, it's, it's hard. You don't want to show that. No. Well, I, I kind of, when you're talking about that, how can we relate that to, God allowing things to happen to us. Yeah. Where people, there's all these bad things in the world, good things in the world that happen to us. But I, I think, at least for me, things that have happened to me and that I go through, it happens. I'm trying to think, you know, past it happens for me. But those times when bad things happen to me, they actually are happening for me because when I know my identity that we were talking about, mm-hmm. it does on the other side of that. And now some people have to go through real hard things. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it is hard. There are terrible, terrible things out there. But on the other side of that, Christ can heal and fix anything. Anything. And the, the it goes everything. 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 In a previous podcast, we talked about if you are the lowest of low, you know on the other side of that, Christ can flip it and bring it to the highest of the high. So if you're feeling and going through something so, so deep and terrible, just know and have hope that on the flip side, it's going to be that much more joyous and more um, sweet, that joy that you're going to have with Christ uh, because he can fix it. He really can. I have seen and heard stories and myself included, but it's, it's a one, you have to forgive yourself, know your identity in God. You're a son and daughter of God. Forgive God with whatever malice you're putting towards him because he is looking out for you forgive whoever is harming you mm-hmm. it's a it's a process it's hard it's a process but think about it this way does it really matter who else is involved if you solely focus on your identity in christ because he can take care mm-hmm. of everything so this you're correct with that so no, i'm just asking a question yeah yeah i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out because I do know sometimes people get hang up on other people. Correct. But this is where I think if, say, someone does hurt you, right, and you is happening to you, and then you're like, well, no, God, it's happening for me, so God, what do I got to learn from it? 
But then as soon as you rise above that situation, you will turn to that person who harmed you and say, okay, I'm better for it. This situation that happened, let me help reach down and pick you up and bring you to Christ. Uh, If I forgive you and show you forgiveness, mm -hmm. then you're going to feel that sweetness of forgiveness that God has for you. I'm going to be that messenger of forgiveness that God has you. Perfect. Yeah. There is a story. This guy, I think it was out in Utah. He was driving when he was a kid. He's 16 years old and two kids. He was just driving in the neighborhood. Two kids run out and he hits them. um, I think he hurt one and killed one completely accident. Um, He wasn't speeding. It was just kids running into the street, right? The parents forgave him as a 16 year old driver. Fast forward. He has a wife and kids now. He's driving and I'm getting the details somewhat fuzzy, but he's driving and this teenage kid who's at this point is a drunk driver. Mm. He runs into this family. So the 16 year old that's now an adult has a family. This kid kills his whole family, except I think one of the kid, one of his kids. What he did was he instantly had a voice in his head when he was sitting there in the wreckage, let it go. He showed mercy, compassion, love. And these two, this the grown man, this grown man and this teenage kid who took his family from him are now good friends. There's that forgiveness. There is that love. There's that mercy. And it's on the internet. Um, I'll try to put it in the description in this podcast. But when you see, and they have books, you know, they've been on different uh, shows or whatever. But when you hear those stories and how everybody is touched because of that, because mm. people can relate to this happened to me, I'm going to be bitter. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be, I'm going to have this malice and it's going to intoxicate you. That's amazing. And your whole life is going to be miserable and you're going to be, you know, as on the flip side, he was able to forgive and love and uplift and everybody is edified because of it and seeing the bigger picture, the eternal perspective of God Mm -hmm. that Christ can give us, um, only Christ can do that. Mm -hmm. We can't do this ourselves, but we are told to forgive everybody. But we need to love and serve and, and serve forgive. here as, you know, and, and that brings up the whole idea, going back to the identity piece. We are told that we are made in the image of God. And we are told that we go from glory to glory. So God is revealed through us from glory to glory. So others can see and know that our God is still alive and our God still liveth. And if you think about that, that story sums it up perfectly. Yeah. Because our God also promised to give us everything we lose mm-hmm. for the sake of him. And get it back. We get it back. Yeah. Like yeah. in the case of Job, right? Oh, yeah. I guess w- what, what it boils down to is, now, somebody's probably asking the question, how do I get to start to, uh, to know my identity in Christ so I don't get anxious, I don't get angry and stay in that mode for three days at a time? Or uh, I mean, how, how does somebody begin that? For me... Um, I can only share it. And I sent it over to you. I was in church. And for me, and I'll get you know personal here, when, I mean, I think I just sent to you a text message. Um, when my physical body is not feeling 100%, um, I get anxious and I feel, wor- I get worried that something big's happening because, you know, my father has some health, his, his health history. And um, I think, okay, well, wow, I don't want to end up like that. So, when I feel something, I get anxious. And I think we shared this verse prior. 
But this is what helped me is, again, what you're talking about, your identity is when you do go back to what you know is a sure foundation in God and in the word in Philippians 4, 6 through 7, it says, be anxious for nothing, Mm. but in everything be prayer and supplication, sorry, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts, minds through Jesus Christ. When you go back to that and know that you are created in the image of God, you know that you're son and daughter of God. When you go back to and to the scriptures, Philippians in this verse really spoke out to me because I'm not dealing with anything major with physically. It's just, I do get anxious about certain things. You know, mm-hmm. in the past it was money, but I, I was able to come to grips that you know, work past that. Now it's somewhat health related because family members. And so I'm always working and trying to progress through things and grow like what you're talking about. But that's why what this here is create, get something that you know is a foundation, the, the rock and a foundation. And um, so that's kind of. And that's, and that's what God promises, right? You know, that's what God promises that the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think when you say that, uh, the, the verse that I think about that comes into my mind was the verse that talks about heirs of the kingdom, you know, like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. I think that's in Romans, I think. Heirs with Christ. That's in Romans, Romans 8, uh, 16. It says, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs. Heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. Mm-hmm. I like it. See what I mean? But yeah. it's the same thing. If you if you think in terms of this and believe this literally, literally, which is truth, literally, yeah, that makes everything that happens most of the time around you goes back to God. Right. Because you have this understanding of who you are in Christ, and that guides every little and major decision for you not to be anxious, for you not to be constantly mad, for you Mm -hmm. to also show love, peace to people, be nice to people. Right. You know, because you say, hey, that guy over there, he must be having a bad day or, you know, he's, he's insulting me or whatever he's doing. But- I know that he's also made in the image of Christ, even though he might not be able to kind of show that to me right now. But you know, right? And you have to show it to him, just like the guy in the accident. Now that guy now says, "What is that?" Right? And he becomes aware, and then he would also have to take that baton, or you can help him take that and make him understand who he really is. And the world keeps getting better That's and right. better. Yeah, man, I I really like talking about that because it, I think it's something that. Christians don't talk a lot about. I have a buddy of mine, funny, funny thing, but he always says, if it's happening, it's, it's worse. Like, you know, like people doing like really worse stuff, like people going out there, you know, killing people. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah. He he doesn't misquote his words. He says, man, man, the devil, man, mm. man, the devil, man did that, bro. Yeah. Man, that's the devil, man. Because he's saying, and he thinks in the Christian community, the devil is not said enough or that that name is not yeah, mentioned enough yeah to let people know yeah man it's like hey man the devil is is real man you know like yeah. god is real the devil is real 
because some of these things that blow human minds when it happens, mm-hmm. you know, like people do this massacres and people terrible. do like yeah, just terrible things that you go, how does another human being really get to do that to another person or the devil did to, it? That's right. So he, he always says, man, you out here, you got to know, mm-hmm. you got to know that God is working. Yeah. And the devil is also working. And in both situations, I think we need to give glory to God and recognition when things Good things happen. That's right. And then also when bad things happen, you need to cast it out. Right. You need to know Mm -hmm. and you need to cast it out. And identify it so people around you say, oh, it's not God doing it. No. The devil doing it. That's right. Because some some things are just so heinous, you can't wrap your mind around it. You need to know. No, because, and I think the closer we are to God, when we see that, the heinous stuff happen, we're like, wow, I would not even fathom or think about even that being possible. Right. But again, that's... That's, that's the devil's work. That's the devil's work. But then what you also do have, which I think it was Paul that talks about it, that the more knowledge he got about God, he felt sympathy or something of that sort to humankind. Mm-hmm. Because the more you get to know about God and somebody reveals the devil to you mm-hmm. in something they did, you go, oh my God, a man in the image of God. And that pops out and he doesn't know. And he's doing this. And he has no idea that yeah. what's in him it's greater, yeah. powerful, yeah. you know? And, and, and I think it, it happens to us too in different forms of life. Yeah. So it's like almost like raising a kid. When you mature in the spirit, you mature in, in Christ. Right. And you see st- stuff like that happen or you're a dad and you're watching your kid do something and you know that's not the nature of that kid. It's true. Yeah. Same like, same concept. Yeah. You, you know that's not the nature of that kid. So you, you, kill, you call the kid in. You give him the lecture. <laughs> right. Help, you know what I mean? Help him identify. That's right. Help him identify who he is. It's the same way when we are out there. It's the same thing we are called to do. Have people realize your true identity in Christ so they can operate in that way. And a lot of times it's through not words, but how we act and how right. we carry ourselves. They wake up and be like, huh, he's different. What's happening? I want what he has. And how Why things is he move for have? you. How things are uh, good in your business, how the relationship you keep, yeah. uh, because there's a lot of witnesses out there. Yeah, we just got to be know? one more. It's a lot of witness. Now, don't let that be a pressure on you. No, it's not a but, pressure. At all. Well, that's why I like the is like share the gospel. Yeah, and sometimes use words. That's right. Just live it. Yeah, just live just it. Live and sometimes it. use words. But I think that is where if anybody's listening and they're trying to figure out where do I start, just look at these scriptures and they'll point you the right direction. Yeah. Because they make it clear. And my my recommendation to you, take it literally, mm-hmm. literally, the truth that you're going to live by. Literally, change your mindset with that literal information from the Bible. And you will realize that when you begin to start thinking that way and operating in the way that it tells you you are, you will notice, people will notice, they'll ask about it, you tell them about it, and all of a sudden, they get to experience that same Glory to glory in Christ that you are experiencing. And everybody improves. That's right. Love That's it, man. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah, this was guys. This was good. I love talking about this. This is topic, a great man. topic. We may bring this back, but guys out there, um, keep a good heart. If you're going through something hard, cheer up. Know you're not alone. God's with you. We're with you. That's um, right. And we'll see you guys next week. See you.